This is America Matters Media at 93.7 FM, KPGF Sun Valley. Your the community following is an America radio Matters station. Media production. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, yep. although we think they should. But that's the opinion of Sound America check. Matters Media. Back to Talking Business Power. I'm your host, Brendan Trainer, my co-host, Leland Fagri. Thanks. I feel welcome. <laughs> Did you have a good UFO weekend? <laughs> I remember, Pretty good. Remember the with James Arness when the scientist says, "Look up at the skies." Oh man! Keep I, looking at the skies. I don't remember that. <laughs> or if I do, it's very vague. Yeah. <laughs> I had a birthday since I was here last. So. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Well, what, I didn't bring you it up for that reason. You must not be on my Facebook calendar. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Not. I have been Busy spending... guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I should do it more. I'm, I'm mostly on Twitter when I get on social media or, uh, you know, YouTube. But um, Well, the only reason I mentioned it was, you know, we're all, you know, aging. Yeah, we are. So. I know. There's not a soul that I know, I know as countermanding as this is, that's getting any younger. Right. As it turns out, <laughs> nobody's getting younger. Well, that's the thing about Facebook. You've got <laughs> old friends, you know, trying yeah. to contact you. And the first thing they say, are you still alive? Right. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's a common <laughs> greeting, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, we had the weaponization of government hearing. But, but... we digress. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, pretty pretty interesting. You know, we had some old acquaintances show up. But what uh, attention did it get in the propaganda media? Oh, no question. No, yeah. of course not. Yeah, you'd have to be on our side of the aisle to get. Unless they quote it. one of the Democrats saying, "Why are we here? We should be talking about January 6th. Well, we do know the propaganda media viewers come over to Fox. Yeah, to watch. We That's know that's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, look at their ratings for crying out loud. They reached new lows. Yeah, <laughs> I, and how stupid would you have to be to watch one of those channels? Yeah, Don Lamont, he's in trouble. I'll oh, tell he you. is. Yeah. Yeah. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? <laughs> I mean, he can't even compete with uh, who's on in the morning there on Fox. That Fox and Friends. Thing. Fox and Friends. Yeah, thing, he, yeah. And he can't even compete with that. So. Well, well, you put a gay man between two lib women, you know, there's going <laughs> to be catfights. That doesn't work. No. <laughs> They're going to be catfights, man. <laughs> <laughs> a trans girl. I thought that girl. was. I thought that was just in my house. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, we saw some old friends there. Remember Vagina God? No. She was on the panel. She yep. made uh, fifteen million dollars uh, censoring Americans per mm -hmm. year. Yep. And uh, nice work if you can find it. Remember that uh, lawyer? He was a lawyer at the time. Now he's a representative, Goldman. From the Trump impeachment. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. From New York. He's insisting that uh, Biden fired the uh, prosecutor because he wasn't he wasn't prosecuting corruption enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's their line. Yeah. You know? Who buys that? I hope the Republicans can counter that because it's. 
Well, you know? they they can and they will and and yeah and but will it get any attention? That's the issue. You know? We did it. We did it, Joe. Because the censorship <laughs> is as much about ignoring a subject as it is anything else. Right. I remember when I joined the John Birch Society way back in outside of uh, high school, and they were talking about the previous episode of and history of the organization. And they understood that what they, most of the time, they found out that if the propaganda media would cover the John Burt Society, we would get a lot of attention. They didn't want to do that anymore. So they started ignoring the John Burt Society. Sure. That's the way to keep us out of the narrative. Well, you have to start an insurrection, and that's the that's only right. way to yeah. notice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we're trying to do here on Talking Truth yes, to Power. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, you know that uh, Diane Feinstein is not running for re-election again. Does she know that? I I think she can recall at times. <laughs> I saw what uh, was it uh, Waters Jesse Waters yesterday had reported that she her own campaign her staff had yielded to the fact that she's not going to run again, and then media you know found her and asked her about it, and she said she didn't know thing about it. <laughs> And I wouldn't laugh about it because it's kind of serious, this discognition thing. But However, you know. it's Diane Feinstein we're talking about. <laughs> so who the hell cares? You know who's uh, running against yeah. her? Yeah, Schiff. Adam Schiff. Adam. And also this Katie Porter. You oh, know, yes. All right. She, she said that you can't just say whatever you like without repercussions. No, no, no. First Amendment doesn't matter to those people. Yeah. And then she held up a whiteboard that said, unmoderated speech is a hellscape. Like Carl Rove? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she pulled a Carl Rove trick pulled out of Carl her Rove for on us, yeah. Yeah. And one thing was interesting. They, uh, Republicans pointed to a private cloud service that Roth used to communicate with the government. Yeah. And he didn't seem to recall that. Mm -hmm. But she seemed to have the goods on him. Convenient memory loss. Yeah. Well, he's getting older, too. Probably. <laughs> he's getting older, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was this black congresswoman, a new one, I think, from Pennsylvania, Summer Lee. And uh, she went to the old canard about crying fire in a crowded theater. That has nothing to do with freedom of speech. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But no, they keep bringing that up because they they're so... It sounds so sophisticated. They're so darn ignorant. Yeah, yeah but they, it really sounds neat to say that, you know? Yeah. And also, she said, it's not about censorship. It's about protecting uh -huh. people from misinformation. Sure. Safety, security. You know, government always says that. That yeah. was... That was Mary Roth, one of Mary Rothbard's biggest stick when he wrote about how government always says they're going to protect you, and all they do is take away your liberty. It's their defense. Yeah. Yeah. So tried and true. The one point they made that may or may not be true is that they pointed out that Republicans have asked social media for censorship as well, which I don't doubt. You know. Well, who would it be? Yeah. It's more and, likely that they were asking for. An accurate portrayal of the, of the information. Yeah. Not to withhold information. Well, we'll see if anything comes of this. You know, they have to do something. They can't just be sitting around talking. They have to figure out some way to do this. They do? Well, I think so. I mean, <laughs> if they can.
expand your advertising problem? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. Well, uh, Leland, uh, Joe Rogan broke the internet again. Yeah, he did. It doesn't take much. No. <laughs> He monopolizes that podcast. Yep. He was talking it? about uh, Omar, Representative Omar, and her. Uh, it's all about the Benjamins quote. Mm. You know, the, the idea that Jewish people are not into money is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like saying uh, Italians aren't into pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you can't get away from it. I mean, this throughout history, the Jews have been very attached to money, and uh, this this. You, the idea that you're not allowed to talk about it or it's considered just a trope and a canard is ridiculous. It's dishonest. Yes. and uh, <laughs> That's what it is. Not that that matters these days. But. You know, I mean, it's we're, we're destroying our own civilization so we won't appear to be Adolf Hitler. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> For my entire life. There's been a uniparty consensus around our policy vis-a-vis the Israeli government and a total inability or unwillingness to criticize the Israeli government. It has everything to do with organization and, yes, money, yes. just like every interest Oops. in D.C. And- <laughs> <laughs> I had to bleep out an F-bomb you there. You did? Yeah. Well, I think our audience appreciates that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I know I did. <laughs> That's the thing about the Jewish phenomenon. They're, they, and there are videos on YouTube produced by Jews in which they admit that they have a special relationship to money. They claim it protects them because the evil white Christians are always after them, so mean, they have to bribe the evil white Christians, Christians. Yeah. <laughs> in order to protect themselves. <laughs> Get them out of here! <laughs> And uh, they're organized. They're extremely organized. That's the thing. Americans are very naive about how organized the Jews are. Not only their political lo- uh, lobbies, but the whole thing they call uh, Hasbara, or putting out the best, which literally means putting out your best foot forward. But oftentimes the best foot forward is, you know, made of clay. It's, right. it's not really the best foot. Well, it's like the place is crawling with them. You know, and yet yeah. there's it's only two to three percent of, of the population, and yet it's yeah, like they're right there on everything, you know. <laughs> and you know, you know what it is, don't you? No, what they're are sensitive people, they're very sensitive yeah. people, yeah, yeah, I, I know <laughs> that's why you can't hurt their feelings, yeah. or they get they get extremely upset, <laughs> they take away your livelihood and your fa- break up your family. and Spit you know, on you. You mustn't hurt their feelings because <laughs> speech is violence. Sure it is. You know that? And <laughs> if you say something nasty about uh, Jewish behavior, you know, you're going to get slapped across the face a couple of times. Just ask yay. Or spat know? on. Yeah, or spat on. <laughs> <laughs> they're very good at spitting on people. Nope. Uh, in, in the land where they're dominant, they do that. Yeah. In the land, keep in mind the Talmudic ethics. Uh, the Jews can act as they want when they're the dominant force. Uh, the only thing that constrains them is, you know, their ability to get uh, benefits from the rest of the world. They can't push that too far. 
But when they're dominant in an area, they take over and do their thing. But when they're a minority, uh, like in America, then they have to toe the line a little bit more. We but they're f- becoming so powerful in this country now that it's 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 getting right out in the open. They're having a harder time trying to uh, plaster over the holes in the wall. I think we have to thank Yahweh for the Talmud. That's what I think. <laughs> you're gay, you're Jewish, and cringe. You're not even you're funny. Not even funny. And I'm ethic and based in redness. <laughs> All right, let's move off from our favorite ethnicity here <laughs> and go to uh, four train derailments in the last two weeks, three and three days. You know, Is that right? Yeah. The largest environmental disaster in decades as trade derailment leads to fires and explosions of toxic chemicals. A town of 5,000. Uh, East Palestine. Palestine. Palestine, some, I think is how Palestine. Yeah. Yeah. We anglicize it here on this. That's side of a the coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Evacuated on the Pennsylvania Ohio border. Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> The whole entire river may be uh, poisoned or polluted. It's it's, uh, it's quite a story. Have we heard anything from Mayor Pete? <laughs> Pothole Pete? Yeah. I, he's uh, Secretary he's of nowhere, Transportation. Nowhere to be found. <laughs> Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason to live. They got little hand, little eye. That's a different version. Walk around telling slightly different version. No short people. Don't want no short people. Don't want no short people around here. And you know, there was a reporter that was covering that story and he was arrested. Did you hear about that? No. Now the charges against him have been dismissed. But imagine that. Now we're now <laughs> we're charging <laughs> we're going to arrest reporters for covering the these disasters. I mean it, it's we really are developing into a police state very, very quickly. Yeah. So uh, Pete Buttigieg, he's short. He's a short Yeah, people. he's very short. Uh-huh. And uh, hence the song. Zelensky, yeah, Dan Crenshaw, uh-huh. Robert Wright, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, you were telling me how short uh, J- Shapiro and Crenshaw was. I yeah. didn't know a Crenshaw was that yeah. short. Yeah, yeah. Adolf Hitler, the little corporal. Yeah, he was short. Yeah. <laughs> short people got no reason. <laughs> no reason. And no you know, reason. most liberal women. Yeah, they're that's shorter than men. That's, anyway, that's also true. Yeah. So this news out of Ireland. Ireland has been ruled for 10 years by a woke leprechaun. Did you know that? Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's a figurehead position. Yeah. He, I mean, he has no power, but he represents in the tradition of the queen, you know, the monarchies of uh-huh. parliamentary systems. But he's actually not a king or a queen, but uh, has a figurehead position there. So people got Higgins. No reason. Michael Higgins. He's been president since 2011. Yep. And... The last 10 years, Ireland has changed from a traditional Catholic country to one of the most woke, satanic countries in Europe. He's a Marxist. What would you expect? (laughs) (laughs) This is what they do. I want me pot of gold. Give me me gold. And that's despite the fact that the education system is controlled by 
the church as well as the state. It's a church-state cooperative. The church is getting more woke. Yeah, sure it is. You know, I mean, what can you do? They well, it's always been like that. Even during British rule, mm -hmm. it swore its allegiance to the crown. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was always like that. They have no principle. Yeah, there's uh, there was a story this week where a Catholic school expelled a student because he didn't go along with the uh, tranny agenda. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's happening. It's infected. We're changing people's lives. <laughs> we could not have come to the precipice of this new dark age, which we've been talking about. Right. For many, Without many the complicity years. of organized of religion. all of this. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Higgins has used his time in office, this is from his biography on WikiLeaks, to address issues concerning justice, social equality, social inclusion, anti-sectarianism, anti-racism, and reconciliation. Go get him, Higgins. Yeah. <laughs> but the, one of the largest things is... Uh, DEI. It's mass immigration sure. of... Uh, to put it mildly, un, un Celtic people. I've been hearing about that for yeah. years. Yeah. Not recently, but for years. Yeah. You know, I don't know about Ireland, but even Ukrainian refugees are complaining that they're put in housing surrounded by Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> they're afraid of their kids. Even Ukrainians are complaining yeah. about it. Eh? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sinn Fein is, has gone woke. He is joining the other two parties, Finn Gale and Fianna Fáil. I, did I pronounce them right? Fianna Fáil. Fianna Fáil. And Fianna okay. Gale. Yeah. Finn Gale. As uh, a woke uniparty. And a lot of, you see a lot of former Sinn Féin members uh, demonstrating against their party leadership. But uh, now uh, ordinary, not very political Irish citizens are rising and will not go gentle into the good night of high-tech, anti-white authoritarianism. Well, that's, it's, I hope that's the case. Yes. But, but the reality is that for years, socialism has been encroaching upon both parties, both, right. both sides of the aisle there. Yeah. Fianna Fáil most uh, has been characterized more significantly as socialist than Fianna Gael. But Fina Gale, let's face it, Garrett Fitzgerald, who led the party for years uh, back when I was living there, is it was a member of the Trilateral Commission. Oh, okay. So, so let's be honest about that. It's not just woke or socialist. It's also globalist in nature. Grassroots anti-migrant protests are sweeping across the country of Ireland, rallying around the slogan, Ireland is full. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? <laughs> there were three seven anti-migrant protests in 2022. Well, we've already seen 64 in 2023 in the second month. Uh, and then uh, more than 2,000 protesters took to the streets in Dublin on Tuesday, February 6th. So... Uh, this Why, is all being organized now, or I, I suppose, by a recent new party, the Irish Freedom Party. It's a nationalist, classical liberal new party that promises to reverse mass immigration, high taxes, and globalist spending that the Higgins government has presided over. We wish them the best, don't we? Yeah. <laughs>
unable to listen to the whole show, a recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast button. Now, back to the show. Well, it's time, I guess, to talk about uh, World War III again. Yeah. You ever notice that in almost every case, uh, those who fly the rainbow flag are on one side of the conflict and those who don't are on the other side? I've not noticed that. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the biggest news in World War III was the bombshell, although we knew it at the time. Everybody in, in, had half a mind knew it. But uh, Pulitzer Prize-winning, award-winning uh, journalist Seymour Hersh mm-hmm. revealed that the U.S. was behind the Nord Stream two, uh, 1 and 2 bombing last uh, fall, last September, I think. And if anybody can get as much media out of a story as he has, I mean, I'd love to have somebody that's challenging it just so he could get more attention. But... The reality is that Seymour Hersh is hard to argue with. You know, he has an incredible history in, in journalism. Yeah. Very successful. He's uh, got an incredible reputation. Yeah. So did uh, David Irving, and look what happened yeah, to him. Yeah, right. You know, so. But you see, they can't do anything to Hersh. Yeah, they can't. Uh, no, they <laughs> They can only ignore him, which is what they're trying to do. Right. That's the only defense they have. So according to my sources, like, Bernard over at Moon of Alabama. He made a couple of small errors, but it's basically basically true that uh, they had those uh, exercises in the Baltics. Perfect excuse. Yeah. Perfect uh, cover for what they were Well, yeah, but they probably couldn't do it while the exercise was ongoing. So, But the USS Kursage and other ships, U.S. ships, lingered after those exercises were over in June. Mm-hmm. And they visited some ports in the Baltic, you know, nothing nothing to see here. Move right. along. Yep, keep moving. <laughs> and then they came up to that island in the middle of the Baltic, yeah. and they anchored off of that, mm-hmm. and that's when they did the dirty deeds. And Biden previewed the fact that it was in motion back in February. Right. Right after the invasion of the Ukraine. So we knew this was coming. Somehow it was going to happen. So Bornholm Island was where they did the dirty deed or, or just off it. And uh, remember, that was a very thick steel pipe coated with uh, steel reinforced concrete. Yeah, it was built to last. Right. And also buried into the sandy seaground so it wouldn't be mm-hmm. scraped by anchors or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it took a while to do it. It must have taken a couple of weeks. But that ship, the Kursage, it has one of those doors that opens up into the water so you can send amphibious vehicles mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So that's probably how they did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, and they, you are know, they gonna, one, are they going to do that in Lake Huron? That was a square balloon for some reason. I thought it was an octagon. Octagon. Oh, yeah. my goodness. It must be an alien. <laughs> we can't produce octagons here. So, uh, but, you know, it's basically crickets uh, in the mainstream media. It's only the alternative media that, of course, is recognizing what happened. 
Well, the Ukraine uh, propaganda agency has now declared that six Russian spy balloons were spotted over Kiev oh, and shot whoa. down by their, their air force. <laughs> yeah, John Kirby uh, says that uh, he thinks that uh, intelligence says China is building a whole fleet of dirigibles. It's the Russian playbook. This is right out of the Russian playbook. <laughs> RF-35s would be like putty in their hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're very good. Yes. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Uh, did we mention last week that Tali Bennett, the former prime minister of Israel, revealed that in his experience, the U.S., France, Britain, and Germany are the ones that torpedoed all the peace talks. The Israeli Mossad confirms the Russian Ministry of Defense casualty estimates, which is, uh, you know, much higher on the Ukrainian side, around 150,000 plus wounded and only 20,000 plus wounded on the Russian side. Elon Musk. Yeah. Step forward again. De-weaponizes the Starlink uh, right. uh, satellites. Says mm -hmm. Ukraine cannot use them. He doesn't want to be a part of this. No. He says... Zelensky might be trying to start World War III. <laughs> he's, he's obviously listening to our show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else he did? Musk, that is. Yes, what? He has admonished the concept of world government at the World Government Summit. Oh, he did. Yes, he says, did. Says it I could know. lead to the collapse of civilization itself. Right, it would. Yeah. I mean, they can't govern... You, you know, governments have a hard time functioning locally, never mind globally. Never mind. Never mind. He's got to know his limitations. <laughs> He's got to know his limitations. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week, Zelensky twice states he had no intention of implementing the Minsk II Treaty. Now, he ran on a peace platform. You're right. right. And he got 70% of the vote. And he didn't do anything. He was like Obama. He didn't do anything about no. peace once he got in office. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to to obey the Minsk agreements would be a concession on Ukraine's part. But you'd have to wonder whether the CIA was actually calling the shots to the exclusion of the Ukrainian government. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> between the CIA and the and the uh, Nazis, the neo-Nazis, right. you know, he probably doesn't have no, he probably much is... choice. He's playing a part. He's an actor. He's doing a pretty good job. He's feigning authorities. Uh, the dude minds. This will not stand. You know, <laughs> this aggression will not stand, man. <laughs> but no matter what his intentions are, you we still have to send him our money. Yep. Yep. You know why, don't you? Because we're going. Because Ukraine is still winning the war. Oh, they're winning the war. Okay. <laughs> Wait till they wait till the world finds out they're not winning the war. I know. I think they're starting to maybe hint a little bit that they're not winning the war. I don't think so. I think what's going to happen is it's going to escalate into the the big one. The big one. It looks we like three it. to me. We did it, Joe. <laughs> but the, because how would you save face? I know they can't. They can't, save, they can't do it. Though. The only way they could save face is maybe say. Well, Russia got 30% of Ukraine, but we kept them from getting all of it. Well, if there's some sort of an armistice and, and some sort of an agreement about the territory, but I don't see that happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's up to Russia, really. Yeah, it is I their mean, call. Yeah. They, uh, it's in their best interest to finish this off this year, and they know it. They want it over by September. Mm -hmm. What it will actually look like, we don't know yet, but they're, uh, you know... Uh, 
also from Ukraine, you know, the Battle of the Bands in Ukraine is over. They had a Battle of the Bands? Yeah, they had a Battle of the Bands. Wagner defeated Mozart. (laughs) I'd take either one. Yeah. (laughs) The Wagner group, as we know, is the elite fighting group that is uh, spearheading the uh, Russian assault on Bakhmut, Mm -hmm. while the Mozart group was formed by a dude named Andy Milburn. Get him out of here! <laughs> and they were uh, training the Ukrainians to basically kill Russians. Sure. Yeah. And uh, But and- Andy, you know, uh, got drunk uh, and uh, was wandering around Kiev insulting people. I heard he had an alcohol problem. Yeah. <laughs> and he was arrested in Kiev for breaking the curfew. But on top of that, our, hate to uh, hear about a thing like that happening. Our self-hating Jewish friends, yep. uh, Max Blumenthal and uh, and Aaron Mate over at the Gray Zone, they found a video of Milburn drinking with a bunch of uh, you know mercenary buddies, and uh, he was saying Ukraine kills POWs, routinely violates the Hague agreements on the conduct of war, and is totally corrupt. See, you can't. You can't do that. No, he can't. So <laughs> he he had to uh, dissolve the Mozart. <laughs> yep, you can't you can't do that. <laughs> so uh, the uh, the process is is ongoing there, and and we keep insisting that we're going to be able to uh, to win, like you said. Uh, but it's it's not in the cards. It's just not going to happen. No, it's not. It's, Russia won't let it. Uh, Medvedev came out the... Uh, he's now in charge of war production, which is going very well for Russia. But Medvedev came out and said, it's unheard of for a nuclear power to lose a war. And, you know, it's thinly veiled, but I don't think that Russia would use nuclear weapons. But then again, we didn't think Russia would invade. But we didn't understand what was going on at the time. Well, they were used to finish the Second World War. Yeah, we used them. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> so it's not unprecedented. It's not out. Yeah, no. it's not out of the question at all. But um, so, in in other news, uh, tensions with China are still messy, chaotic. And sick, uh, China experts said on Tuesday that shows that China-U.S. tensions are unlikely to ease in the near future, and it's all about Balloon Gate. <laughs> you know, the uh, so that was a really crazy situation. It's, it went on for ten days. Hopefully, it's calmed down. But uh, what? You know, it it doesn't help anything that we said we shot down a weather balloon <laughs> and uh, and just went crazy. I think the best spin on this entire episode is that they are preparing North America for hemispheric union and world government. They don't care about the balloon aspect of it. No, China is helping cooperate in this grand of how we divide up the Americas.
shy and you don't want to talk on the air, text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the final segment of Talking Truth to Power. Well, it goes by when you're having fun. Yes, it does. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the economy is in a shambles, as we all know. And uh, they're talking about the unemployment rate was much better. But uh, those those jobs are just coming back. mm -hmm. Those are jobs that were lost during the pandemic. Yeah. He hasn't created any jobs. No. <laughs> but boy, isn't it interesting that he can take credit for that and yeah. get away with oh, it? Oh, politicians always try to take credit. Yeah, for I know, the but it, th- this is this is brazen deception. Uh huh. We have now a window of opportunity to create this global reset, which we all need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the global reset is is going on slowly behind the scenes while we're trying to adapt to the current crises higher inflation more uh-huh. protectionism because that's what who benefits is the woke corporate culture higher global tension and it'll take longer than people expect you know that's right what we're seeing and they keep pushing uh the world into two different camps which is going to raise prices and reduce energy supplies and the free flow of goods. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it doesn't look good. And you know, I I used to think, you know, well, I could always go to uh, Budapest or uh, uh, you know Bangkok and and get and live on my social security with plenty to spare but if the if they keep wrecking the dollar that won't even be an option yeah yeah well the dollar the dollar has prevailed during this episode but don't be surprised if that reverts you know klaus schwab has called for a global government to master uh, artificial intelligence so he's he's right on top of this we have now a window of opportunity yeah. to create this global reset which we all need <laughs> That we all want. We're on. Yes, says. we yeah. all want the global reset. The uh, the climate change is so ridiculous. I mean, it's also insane. You know, I just it's hard to even talk about it sometimes. So we we try to laugh it away, but it's it's getting pretty bad. And uh, I don't know if uh, politics is going to be able to fix it. I think it's going to collapse before that. It's hard to know what can possibly allow us to make sense out of the direction that civilization is going. How, yeah. do, how do you correct this except through education? And we don't have the institutional authority to, to correct it because government still, it's a government operation. I mean, it, it literally destroys everything it touches, government that is. So it has to be sold off i think it was harry brown who said just just sell the damn thing sell it to the highest bidder of course who'd, who'd want to buy it would be my my answer you know right they they could sell a lot of things but the way this the uh neoliberals have done privatization that doesn't <clears throat> resound well with a lot of people yeah it's uncompetitive right there's a right way and a wrong way to 
to privatize. And unfortunately, the neoliberals are fond of doing it the wrong way. <laughs> That's all they know. Yeah, which is, you know, to get people. They're public school educated. <laughs> Say, what? What, else, what else could they offer except what they've been indoctrinated to understand? Yeah. The, you know, uh, the, uh, I was just seeing here, uh, just to interrupt the subject oh. in case you wanted to continue on that line of thought, but it says the U.S. has informed Ukraine it does not have enough long-range missiles to send. Oops. <laughs> That's uh, demilitarization. Yeah, that was like <laughs> denazification, demilitarization. That's right. These, NATO is running out of weapons, and uh, under Medvedev and the, and the Russian uh, war production, uh, they're not running out. I understand that they have some new missiles that some of the missiles that are showing up now are are dated. So they may have run through some of the old Soviet stock that they mm -hmm. had mm -hmm. stored up for years and sure. years. But that would they, be perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah. To use it in that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get rid of it. Sure. And uh, like they flew a lot of dummy uh, missiles uh, the last time they bombed. And uh, that totally threw off the Ukrainian uh, air defenses. But uh, if, you know, now that Elon Musk is not going to help them with uh, Ukraine with the satellites yeah. anymore, yeah. they're going to be flying pretty much blind. Mm -hmm. And uh, so advantage Russia. I mean, it's advantage Russia all the way across. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But, you know, our, our wise leaders, you know, they, they couldn't figure out that Russia wouldn't run, run out of weapons, that... Uh, Russia wouldn't run out of tanks. Russia wouldn't run out of uh, troops. You know, Russia was the one that was going to collapse. And Russia's as good or better than it was when the war started. And Biden has drawn down the strategic petroleum reserves uh -huh. to the lowest levels in something like 40, What's 50 the years. wide, wide world of sports is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> he took credit for inflation coming down when yesterday's number, the CPI number for January, actually was up. You know, <laughs> he just can't tell the truth. You know, that's the interesting thing. Ever. <laughs> I'm flat tire. My dust didn't come back from the cleaners. An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. Someone stole his car. Ah, the spectacle we are watching. Yeah. All you can do is laugh when you're not crying. Yeah, I know, but you're not crying. Well, you know, there's a few good people. Uh Austria. We just found out this week that Austria has not taken any of its businesses out of Russia. Mm -hmm. So that's that's uh, showing a little bit of defiance. Of course, Hungary is always defiant. Uh, Poland is sometimes defiant. They want to, they want, they hate Russia, but they don't want to be under the EU's yoke either. So right. they're walking a tightrope. Right. Serbia is uh, still a wild card. There are things happening, but it's, uh, it's the woke Germans and French, and uh, that are, and of course the British. I mean, it's of course, amazing yeah. how the British have been so our fifty-first state. Yeah, or is it fifty-second? I understand our military experts just downgraded the British uh, military. They said they weren't even a second tier. Yes, I I heard the same thing. Yeah, yeah. power anymore. They're not prepared to no. join us anymore. <laughs> 
So uh, thousands are protesting in France. Now, there's going to be an anti-war protest this Sunday in Washington. And, you know, uh, they're let, uh, it was organized by the Libertarian Party and a, group, a new group called the People's Party. And the People's Party, they're talking about running Jimmy Dore for president. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. But because it's the Libertarian Party and the People's Party, a lot of leftists refuse to show up. Oh, yeah. That guy's against the war, but I won't stand with that guy. Yeah. yeah you they... know? Medea Benjamin uh, from Code Pink, uh, she was very disappointing. She's she came out and said she wouldn't stand with Marjorie Taylor Greene or any of these people because, you know, they're bad. They're bad people. Even if they're against the war, we can't uh, we can't yeah. relate to them. It's right. a big club and you ain't in it. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. And then on the world stage next week on different days, I think. But Biden is scheduled to give a speech in Poland. And Putin is going to give the Russian State of the Union. Are you speech. sure that's on? I heard that he wasn't clear whether he was going whether to do Biden that. was going to go. Yeah. Did Poland send up a? Board? No, I didn't. No, I didn't mean to say that. But <laughs> I just wasn't sure whether that was actually going to take place or not. Okay. Well, I mean, if Biden wouldn't go because Poland sent up a balloon, I mean, that would just be a bunch of balloony. <laughs> a balloony? Yeah. <laughs> is that your own? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. It's damn good. Yeah, well, you know. But, uh, you know, Biden is, uh, I, I would love to hear him speak in Poland. I mean, he's got to put his foot in his mouth there. Because Poland is supposedly raiding a, raising a 200,000-man army. But, of course. I'll believe that when I see it. You know, they, they keep forming these circular firing squads and shooting each other all i see is a public display of gross incompetence wherever i look yeah you know with the here, with the current administration here or abroad you know yeah you're a line dog face pony soldier <laughs> i've never seen such ridiculous uh excuse for a leadership i know i i could never in my wildest dreams imagine that things would get this bad i mean how can you go for civil rights, basic civil rights for people, like the gay people, for example, and have them turn into this fetish where you have to worship everybody and call them by their pronouns and climate change? Yeah, all that. The wide, wide world of sports is going on here. <laughs> Chop off their private parts. Well, you know who's going to take care of that, don't you? Hillary? <laughs> Who? The new announced candidate for president this morning. Oh, yes. I know who you mean. Uh, let me think now. And you know who else is going to run? Uh -huh. I'm convinced. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> He's already uh, calling for minimum pay of $60,000 a year for all school teachers. Well, but they've been doing such a great job. Why, why shouldn't we pay? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they reward accomplishments. This is yeah. not <laughs>